0: Hello, Team Happiness, and Happy New Year. I missed you during our break, but it was really nice to be family and recharge. I hope you were able to recharge as well. With 2021 officially behind us, I want to reflect with you today and share something very exciting that we've prepared for you. 2021 was a challenging year for many of us, and with those challenges came lots of growth. So Today, we have a An absolutely jam-packed episode full of tangible actions you can take to start the year off right and apply play theory principles in your life in an accessible way. Let's jump in. Welcome to The Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. Oh, there is so much to share with you today, but we just got to start off with our highlight reel. And for today's highlight reel, I wanted to share a neat article that I found on goodnewsnetwork.org entitled The Small Victories That Make a Huge Difference in Our Lives. So, we're going to be doing a lot of reflecting today. And 2021 was not an easy year for a lot of people. And this article was really cool because it emphasized the importance of the small things and how they make a big difference over time. The article reads. From finding a $20 bill in an old jacket to finally finishing a TV series on the watch list, the average person has four small wins a day or 1,460 every year, according to a new survey. A poll of 2,004 Americans delved into the impact of life's little successes and found that four in five have become more conscious of their small wins since the start of the pandemic. And 87% find these wins to be crucial for powering through the day, according to the survey conducted by one poll for TGI Fridays. Interesting, I didn't realize this was for a restaurant, but cool. So much so that 67% have made a conscious effort to recognize and celebrate them more compared to before the pandemic. And this part's really interesting. Okay, so get this. Baby Boomers said completing chores, decorating for the season, and other home related goals are the most satisfying types of small wins to achieve. When it comes to self care, 92% of all respondents have been exploring different methods of maintaining personal wellness. As things really got crazy, and again, 2021 was just rough for a lot of people. And it was just hard. We were expecting the pandemic to really be over coming into 2021. And there was a a lot more lockdowns and the Delta variant and all this stuff that happened. And so it was just really hard. It felt kind of like we were just getting dragged through this. And again, self-care is a really important thing. And I love this article because it shows that what we typically think of self-care is a big endeavor and treating yourself in hours of mindfulness and all that good stuff. But here we see that just recognizing and celebrating the small wins is so important. The article continues and says respondents also listed such things as paying off a bill or hitting a savings goal. And sweet surprises like getting a free cup of coffee or finding a great parking spot as other small wins worth celebrating. What small wins can you celebrate in your life to increase your emotional well-being? We all need as much of that now as ever. And so let's make sure we internalize this highlight reel and look for the good things in our day-to-day. I can think of no better way to be present and to accept and build on our day than to look for the small wins to celebrate. All right, well, last time we were together back in December, we shared some thoughts about getting more out of the holidays with Play Theory Principles, and Larie joined me for that episode. It was so fun to have her on, and I just want to check in. How did it go? Were you able to graciously receive any gifts that came your way over the holiday? Were you being present with loved ones? I'm happy to report that I was able to be a little more intentional about my physical presence, and it made a huge difference in the memories we created as a family. And we just had some really special moments. We had some of Aubrey's family were in town, and we got to stay up and play some board games, for New Year's, we always have an award ceremony just to have fun and to kind of wrap up 2021. And I felt more present than I have in many years for the holidays, and it made a big difference. So I'm really grateful for that reminder from Laurie going into the holidays about just being physically present. And we just had a beautiful time, so I'm grateful to report on that. And for our team huddle, we got some fun news. We had a huge influx in reviews um, for the podcast. And we are so grateful. We had almost 45 star reviews come in over the last month. And I'm not quite sure all that went into that. I do know our dear friend, Tony Overbay had me on his podcast, the virtual couch. And I was uh, talking about goal setting and the achievement tribe, which is a program that we've launched and, and the on purpose planner, but We definitely talked a little bit about Play Theory and he gave us a nice shout out. So I know that had something to do with it. If we have any new listeners here coming from the virtual couch, welcome. We're so excited to have you and thank you for supporting us and spreading the love. We are very grateful for that and it really does make a difference. If you haven't yet contributed your review to the over. 100 five-star reviews we now have, it would mean the world to us. This is how we rank and reach new audiences and uh, make it onto the charts. So consider going and doing that to kick off the new year. Thank you. Okay, let's get into our practice. And actually on that note, I want to remind you that play theory is a practice. And as your happiness coach, it's my job to give you the conditioning, the exercises, and the activities to practice the skill of happiness. And so today we are going to do a huge dive into very tangible and practical applications of play theory because we are going to introduce, let's get a drum roll, the power plays of 2021. So what is that? Well, got to give a huge shout out to Laurie Florence here because she wanted to add a ton of value to you our listeners and so she combed through all of last year's episodes and pulled all of the Plays of the Week and the Pro Tips from our interviews and compiled them together and organized them by principle. And this is such a cool document. We turned it into a PDF, and so we have all of the Pro Tips in one place. And it is a really cool document. I was going through that and um, just very excited. And it's just a very tangible tool. And we know, like everything, there are tons of tools for you to manage your mental health and your emotional well-being. And this is just one of many tools you can use. But I think it's a really powerful one. So we are going to Just give you a little smattering today of the power plays of 2021 and help you kick off 2022 by applying the play theory principles. So, again, as we mentioned earlier, 2021 was a stinker for a lot of us. And there's no sugarcoating that it was just kind of a hard year for all kinds of reasons economically, emotionally, with health. There was just a lot of things that we were kind of going through, but there was a lot of great things also. And with that opposition always comes strength and growth. And so it's important that we sit down and we reflect a little bit. And so I just want to go through, I've picked out just a handful of the plays, the pro tips for each principle. And we're just going to go through those and get really tactical today on how you can apply these principles. So let's dive in. First up is be present. And the Pro tips that we have from our power plays are first off to write down life lessons you learned from 2021. All right, so this was going way back into January of last year. I think we we had this as one of the pro tips was to reflect on 2020, which was also a crazy year. So I encourage you to do that again. There's a lot of great ways to reflect on 2021. Focus on those lessons learned and how you grew because there was a lot of growth that took place and that is not just uh, me. I know everyone had a lot of growth happen, so make sure you're reflecting on 2021. Another pro tip for be present was to get outside in nature, and I got to tell you, I love being in the outdoors. I love being in nature. It is so healing. It is so good to ground and be a little more present when you're outdoors, and every New Year's Day, Our family goes outside and we go for a walk, and since it had just snowed and rained where we were celebrating New Year's this year, we didn't get to go into the mountains like we do normally, but we still got outside and we went for a walk, and it's just so good to to ground and to be together, especially in nature, but if you can, get outside in nature. Do it this week. I know it's cold in some places, but... Bundle up and, and just go for a walk. Go enjoy the snow if you have any and just be outside in nature. All right, moving right along to let go and play. We had a ton of pro tips for let go and play, but here were the two that we are going to share today. So the first one is to pick an activity you've never done and try it. And I'm actually going to amend this pro tip and or this power play and say either... Pick something you've never done or something you're not good at and try it or try to get better at it. And I don't know why for me, puzzles are fun, (laughs) but I'm just not that good at puzzles for some reason. I don't know what it is. I can help out with the edge of the puzzle. I can get that border going. I can get, if there's like a solid color that you're working on, that's not, that's less than like 20% of the puzzles. Surface and I can be helpful there, but my um, in laws are really into puzzles. And every Christmas and New Year's, there are big puzzles. We're talking thousand piece puzzles going down. And I usually avoided them, but this year (laughs) I said, you know what, dang it, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to be helpful with this puzzle. And it was excruciating, but you know what? I actually was able to get some pieces over the course of like an hour and a half. I got in, oh gosh, maybe 20 to 30 pieces. It was a really complicated puzzle in my defense. But I just went with it and you know what? I had fun. I was there. I was being present with, with the family and I just let go of my pride since <laughs> I'm not good at puzzles at all. So anyway, that was let go and play power play. And I was to pick something you've never done or something you're not good at and try it or try to improve. So make sure you do that. Another power play for let go and play is to make a vision board, to let go of limiting beliefs and try to envision your dream life. And, Oh my goodness, this is such a powerful one. If you haven't done a vision board or taken the time to kind of map your life out, I highly recommend that you do that. That's actually another activity we have going on in the Achievement Tribe is life mapping. So I got a group of five people that are mapping out their life in beautiful detail. And it's interesting because one of the hardest things to do in that process is to let go of your limiting beliefs. You wouldn't believe how hard it is to do that. And my brother-in-law guy has this amazing analogy that he shared with me. He's a life coach and, and has helped me out in a lot of ways, but he shares this analogy of you are at the steering wheel of your life, okay? So imagine this with me. You are steering your wheel. You got your hands on the wheel and you're steering the car wherever you want to go, right? But what happens? People who care about you and love you, put their hands on your wheel and try to steer it where they think it should go. And sometimes they're right. Sometimes it's helpful and they're they're steering the car in a direction that's beneficial to you. But what happens is if we're not careful, we allow those other hands on our steering wheel to take precedent over what we want, over what we truly believe to be valuable. And it's so important to lovingly remove those hands off your steering wheel so that you can embrace the the life that you want. And again, that's letting go of limiting beliefs, but it's also letting go of others' imposed goals on you. And again, <clears throat> This is something Tony Overbay talks about a lot is socially compliant goals. And you're going to hear a lot about that next week when we have him on the happiness playbook. We're very excited for that. So let go and play. Pick something you've never done and try it or make a vision board and let go of your limiting beliefs. So on to accept and build. When someone gives you an undesirable offer, validate them and redirect toward a mutually beneficial offer. This has been something that I am struggling to do but thank goodness near the end of last year I was able to grow in a lot of ways and really do this um, in some profound ways undesirable sounds like it's a bad offer and that can be the case but sometimes it's just an offer that's distracting and i think i would label it as as that as well so either it's an undesirable or it's a distracting offer maybe it's not bad but it's just gonna get you off course okay and so i had a lot of distracting offers come up last year and near the end of the year i was able to validate those offers for some big projects professionally and redirect them towards something mutually beneficial And it was just very powerful to do that. So I highly recommend that accept and build power play. Another one is to give strong you the power to make the changes that weak you will hate you for. And what we mean by that is you you, got to change your environment. Okay. And it's so hard to just rely on pure willpower to get things done. And that's not usually helpful. So what you have to do is change your environment. But that's very hard to do, especially when Weak You has the wheel. Weak You loves social media. Weak You loves Netflix and all of the streaming platforms and wasting time and getting distracted. Strong You... Needs to take the wheel and make some hard decisions. And again, I'm just sharing personal examples. I'm not amazing at any of these, but I do have an example of giving Strong Neil the wheel. And that was when I got rid of my iPhone a few months ago. I just felt super distracted, like I wasn't being present. And it was because I had all of these distractions in my pocket constantly. And so I sold my iPhone. I got a brand new iPhone 13 and I sold it almost two weeks to the day after I purchased it. And I got a Light Phone 2. If you want to know more about that, maybe I can put something in the show notes. But it's basically just a phone that can call and text. It's got podcasts. It actually has directions and a GPS, which is cool. And it can play music. And I think it has a calculator. And that's it. It has been a challenge. There have been some times that I've gotten into trouble because I am living under a technological rock. But you would not believe the freedom I have had, the emotional freedom, the mental freedom and the productivity that has followed that has been unreal. So I gave strong Neil the wheel and made a very hard decision. And it has paid off. So I would encourage you to do the same thing. In a moment of strength, it's usually in the morning, right? When you're fresh or you're inspired, give strong you the wheel and make a big change. It's going to pay dividends. Last but certainly not least is look outward. Okay, we got to practice asking what is needed until it becomes second nature to you. That is the first power play. Practice asking what is needed until it becomes second nature to you. That is such an important one because this is really a, a, a big shift, right? In your mindset, in how your brain is thinking, you're really trying to change that inner voice, which I'm not going to lie, it's not always easy to do that, but that's why it's called practice and that's why happiness is a skill, right? Because we got to keep at it until it becomes stronger and just practicing even in your mind asking what is needed until it becomes second nature to you is probably one of the best ways you could apply play theory and develop the skill of happiness. The second the second power play for look outward is to be curious about your partner. And again, I picked strategically some power plays that I had some personal experience with and Being curious about my partner, who is Aubrey, my co-founder, my partner in crime, my lover, my wife, the mother of my children, I love her to pieces. When life gets crazy, it doesn't matter how angelic or amazing you are, you and your partner will will have contention, right? There will be friction there, regardless of, of how amazing you are or how good things are going. So I got to share it because recently Aubrey and I were talking through a topic where we weren't seeing eye to eye on something and where I had made a mistake. Now, normally I would have been tempted to play the pity card and point out all of the things I have going on and make an excuse for the outcome. But instead... I grounded in trying to be curious about her and what she had going on and why maybe there was this added hostility to the conversation. And as I pondered that question and I thought to myself, what is Aubrey going through right now? It totally shifted my energy and it helped me realize that she has a ton going on and it actually makes sense why she was feeling stressed. She's starting culinary school here in like a week to become a certified pastry chef. And it's going to be three nights a week for five hours for two months. And it's a pretty big deal. And on top of that, she was asked to be more involved recently in our church congregation. And our oldest child is in kindergarten. And since we're doing homeschool, that is a lot to put on somebody as well. So there's all these things going on as I went through that list and answered that question in my mind the empathy really helped me put down that self-pity card and take ownership and and just remember that we were on a team together and I had to own up to that. And even though I do have a lot going on, (laughs) I always do, not as much as last year, thankfully, but that was no excuse to put the blame somewhere else or not own up to that. And so being curious about your partner, that is a really good power play that I hope you can apply. And again, disclaimer, I am not always good at these things. Again, I'm the host of this podcast, so I got to strategically pick what I discussed, and I obviously picked things that I had personal experience with. But even though I'm not always perfect, and it doesn't always happen very often, I am grateful for that principle of look outward and that it was there for me in that moment and that we had all of these power plays in the back of my mind to tap into and I'm so grateful that you have that as well so for the play of the week this is the best play of the week we've ever done I can say that confidently because I want you to go to playtheory.org and download the power plays of 2021 pdf so it's right there on the website we'll we'll have a link where you can sign up and get it and i want you to pick one or two power plays and i want you to apply them and do them this week okay so you can just go through the list and for the rest of this year or if you want to just knock out as many as you can in the next month really start off 2022 right you got this amazing list with a little checkbox that you can go down and apply them. So a very amazing historic play of the week for you today. All right, Team Happiness, it's so good to be back with you, kicking off this new year with you, and I'm so grateful for all the, the reviews and all of the positive feedback we've gotten. Keep spreading the word, and I hope you will go download that PDF I hope that you will take these power plays and really apply the playthrough principles. If you're not applying what we are sharing on this podcast, we are not doing our job, all right? And make sure to tune in next week. You are not going to want to miss it. We have our dear friend, the one and only Tony Overbay from the Virtual Couch on with a very special episode of the Happiness Playbook where he talks about how we can apply therapy and mental health into our new year into our overall well-being and happiness and it is going to be good so take it from coach neil your happiness coach go download the pdf make this year amazing be present let go and play accept and build and look outward ask what is needed thank you for tuning in remember as always that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport and boy are we glad to have you on the team catch you next week